Hello, welcome to Reflective Hour with Tammy Tony Butler. I'm your host today. But again, we all know who the host of this show truly is, and that's Christ. May you see him today. His words penetrate, heal you. May you not see me, but his loving grace, his mercy, his compassion for those that are lost, suffering, those that need to find their shepherd, that need to find their way to wholeness, to restoration, to healing. Peace, tranquility, and hope. May you feel that peace that surpasses all understanding, that only comes from the one true vine, the divine of Christ. That threefold cord, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. May you drink from the well of living water that never runs dry. May you call upon it as many times as you need. Wash yourself clean of the sins of the past. Repent and turn. That's what today's reflective hour is about. It's about a woman many did not see who had a perfume bottle of faith who so many judged and labeled didn't find her worthy didn't even have a seat at the table wasn't invited in how many of us felt that way? I certainly have. How many of us have felt that way? Let's dive in today to what Father has for you. May you understand the journey that I have been on as I've sent and been washed clean by the blood of the Lamb, and sit before you today, his humble servant, to deliver his truth, his message, his hope, and his healing. As he set me free, you can be set free too, to walk in the light, and say no to the darkness. As I was Let's begin. You are my beloved sheep. You may cry today, but I will use your tears to reap a bountiful harvest later. Look how I use the tears of a prostitute to anoint my son's feet, even used her hair as a cloth. 
I used someone, a mere sinner, unworthy in the eyes of the Pharisees, the religious leaders. Someone not worthy, an uninvited guest to demonstrate my love for my sheep, my son's love for my sheep, my mercy and passion. When we look at Luke 7, 36 through 50, the King James Version, and we dive into that, we see a woman, a sinner. And I believe today that the version that spoke to me that I'm going to read from was the Tree of Life version. Now, I want you also to look at the New International uh, version as well, because each version has its own um, way of speaking uh, to us, to our heart. And there's many different types of uh, versions. So I'm going to read Luke 7, 36 through 50, the Tree of Life version. And it's titled, An Unwelcome Woman Finds Favor. And the title of this episode of Reflective Hour is A Perfume Bottle of Faith. Let's begin. Now, one of the Pharisees was asking Yeshua if he would eat with him. Upon entering the Pharisee's home, he reclined at the table. And behold, a woman in the town who was a sinner, when she discovered that Yeshua was reclining at the Pharisee's home, brought an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to drench his feet with tears and kept wiping them with her head of hair. Then she was kissing his feet and anointing them with perfume. Now, when the Pharisee who invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this were a prophet, he would know what sort of woman is touching him, that she's a sinner. And answering, Yeshua said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he said, say it, teacher. A money lender had two debtors. One owed him 500 denarii, but the other 50. When neither could repay him, he canceled both debts. So which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt canceled. You have judged correctly, Yeshua said. Turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered into your house and you didn't give me water for my feet, but she was drenched, but she has drenched my feet with tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, but from the time she entered, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You didn't anoint my head with oil, but she anointed my feet with perfume. For this reason, I tell you, her sins, which are many, have been forgiven. For she loved much. 
but the one who is forgiven little loves little. He then said to her, your sins have been forgiven. But those who were reclining at the table with him began to say to one another, who is this? Who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in shalom. How many of you have shed drenching tears like this woman? How many of you have been forgiven much, loved much? How many of you still have so much to be forgiven for? I was a sinner and he forgave me of so many things. And many times I had such a drenching of the sheets with tears. There's days I still do. I cry for so many things, but now I find peace with my creator. God the Father, God the Son, Christ who died. Jesus is waiting for you to submit and surrender, to reach out for healing as this woman did. She could not utter the words to get healed on her own. So she did what her heart knew to do. Out of her heart flowed such love and compassion for Jesus. She had the compassion and love of Christ. Jesus is examining our hearts. He is looking for that purity of heart and action, that selfless service to him, total surrender and humility. Are you ready to have your heart examined or exposed by Christ? Would you wash your neighbor's feet, your co-workers? Would you submit yourself to Jesus as this woman did? Or are you like the stingy, judgmental religious leader who was filled with spiritual pride? did not welcome Jesus into his home as an equal. This woman sharing the heart of Christ through faith knew what Jesus was in need of and worthy of, the Father's love. We all are worthy of that love, either to give it to others or receive it. The choice is ours. He is waiting, and freedom is on the other side of that surrendered heart. A surrendered, repentant heart let it be filled with peace, joy, and love. Mm. Just breathe in the Holy Spirit. A perfume bottle of faith is all you need. Like this prostitute labeled by man gave all she had to show her love for Jesus. The woman was an uninvited guest with no seat at the table. Unwelcome as many feel. They are unwelcome in churches today. They are too dirty, too full of shame and guilt, murk and mire, too poor to enter. Rejected by society's church, society itself, even their parents or others. Re rejected by those they tried to lavish love onto. This prostitute took a chance. Surrender to Jesus. 
and laid it at the foot of the cross with with washing and, and, and anointing. And the washing and anointing of his feet foreshadowed his death on the cross for us. And as we look up to him, we can still see those feet hanging and the blood dripping and his love for us. See, he forgave me of much. The weight of the trauma, all of it, he lifted it off. He, I was dead before he came into my life. And he gave me hope and a purpose. And that's why when I read this, the scriptures come alive to me because I live them. A suffering servant full of compassion and mercy for his sheep. All were welcome at his table. Not rejected as this religious leader rejected and judged this woman. Jesus met her need, met her where she was. Her repentant heart and act of faith set her free. He forgave her sins, and he is waiting to forgive yours. Overflowing love is the natural response to forgiveness and the appropriate consequence of faith, and that's from the NIV version. Only those who realize the depth of their sin can appreciate the complete forgiveness of God. Jesus rescues the wicked, all sinners if you call out to him. Psalm 108 speaks of the assurance of victory in God's strength. With God's help, we can do more than we think. We can overcome. With God's help, we can claim victory over our circumstances and the chains of the past can be broken off. We can move past living in survival mode to thriving. As we see in the woman who anointed the feet of Christ with her tears, God can use your distress as an opportunity to show his mighty power and love for his sheep and bring clarity where there once was confusion. Genuine wisdom, as we see in James 3, 13 through 18, comes from heaven. And I'm going to read these versions. James 3, 13 through 18, King James Version. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him shew out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, Glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. From where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality, and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. The New International Version, entitled Two Kinds of Wisdom. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if your heart if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, 
unspiritual and demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. And then last, James 3, 13 through 18, the tree of life version, gentle wisdom from gentle wisdom. Who among you is wise and understanding? By his good conduct, let him show his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial, not hypocritical. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in shalom by those who make shalom, and shalom is peace. True wisdom can be measured by the depth of a person's character. Just as you can identify a tree by the type of fruit that it produces. What type of fruit is your tree producing? Wisdom leads to peaceable actions, to goodness, to kindness. Are you tempted to escalate the conflict, pass on that gossip, or fan the fire of discord? Are you judgmental like the Pharisee? Or are you welcome and forgiving like Jesus? Bitter envy, pride, selfish ambition are inspired by the devil. And it is easy for us to be drawn into wrong desires by the pressures of society and sometimes even well-meaning Christians or religious leaders like the Pharisees. As the leader, he was to set the example and teach others the right pathway. Instead, his pride and ego led him. As leaders, are we sowing seeds of hate or seeds of peace? Are we coming to the Holy Spirit for kingdom knowledge and guidance? Or are we speaking out of flesh? Seeking God's truth, not the world, through prayer, gives us access to God's wisdom. And there is no need to compare ourselves to others. We are all equal created for a unique individual purpose for the good of the collective whole of believers. Are we full of grief? Are we full of selfless sacrifice with that perfume bottle of faith? This woman had such faith that she was restored, made a new transformed being full of hope. Christ forgave her of her sin. Come to me, all those who are weary, and I will give you we wrestle against flesh and sinful desires because we are flesh. We are in a tug of war constantly every day between darkness and light, between good and evil. What will you choose? Who will you let label you? Will you realize your worth? 
this woman was labeled by powerful people, religious leaders, but yet Jesus loved her. She was able to reach out and touch him for healing. You're able to reach out and touch him for healing. His righteous right hand is waiting. His perfect love. He is the true vine and we are the branches. Tether into him. Tether into the truth. Seek healing at the foot of the cross. This woman did. She sought healing at the foot of the cross before Jesus even went to the cross to save her. He laid down his life so we could be set free. Don't carry. Don't carry the shame, the guilt, the fear, the regret, the self-loathing, the addictions, the weight of trauma. Died so you could be set free. Regain who you were always supposed to be before the predator, the control, the trafficker. Satan himself came to your door. Choose life. Choose healing. Stretch out for them. Because if you don't, they win. Every moment you live in that lie, that lie, their truth, not God's truth, they win. Choose the truth. Break free as I did. Start living. Be restored and renewed. Lay it at He's waiting. Stretch out your hands. And that is today's reflecting. Soak in him. Soak in his truth and his peace. Reflect.